1: Good morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Monday, June 10th, 2019. I am Dave Biddle. Very happy to be joined by the Dean of Ohio State Football Recruiting, Bill Curlick. Bill, I want to start out with Grant Tuton, of course, flipping from Penn State to Ohio State last night. This kind of came out of the blue as far as I'm concerned. You can talk more about this. But for the listeners out there, Grant Tuton is a four-star offensive tackle. He's from Warren, Michigan. Again, he was committed to Penn State since, I believe, last November. Bill, did you see this coming? And just uh, talk about a little bit a little bit about the Buckeyes getting Grant Tutant to flip from Penn State to the good guys.
0: It really big, and you know, I uh, when I say really big, I say that because uh, he is a legitimate offensive tackle that has the potential to be very good at Ohio State or you know Penn State. Had he gone there, um, I watched him a couple times on the camp combine circuit this winter. And I was really impressed with him. You know, there are a lot, a lot of big, big names at the opening regional um, in Ohio. And he wasn't necessarily one of the biggest names, but he performed extremely well. Um, I thought he did a great job against top competition. Uh, just very impressed with him. You know, he's six foot, about six foot seven, about 300 and close to 320 pounds, just a massive young man. And, and a guy that, uh, you know, you not only get for Ohio State, uh, Buckeye fans, but you take away from penn state you know that that makes it even better for the buckeyes and uh, just a guy that i think can be a really good one you know it, it's kind of funny when i uh, one of the items in my column uh, way back uh, right after ohio state offered him a scholarship um which was in january by the way um i, I mentioned that he's not the most secure Penn State commitment, and that uh, he's a guy to keep an eye on as far as flipping. Because I knew Ohio State was going to make a good run at him. Did not know he was going to flip, but felt like he was a guy to keep an eye on and that uh, the potential was there uh, for a flip. I was told that by a couple different sources, and lo and behold, it did happen.
1: Absolutely. And the Buckeyes now have five offensive linemen in their 2020 class. Do you think they want to get one more in this class, get up to six?
0: Yeah, if they can get a great one that they really like, I think there's there's no question that they'll do that. Um, you know, you, you look how it's dispersed. Uh, Paris Johnson is, is obviously a super offensive tackle. Uh, Grant Tuton is, is going to be an offensive tackle as well, and I think he has, like I said, the chance to be an outstanding offensive tackle. Uh, Trey Larue is listed as an offensive tackle, and I certainly think that that's that's a possibility. But I don't rule out the possibility uh, of him playing guard at Ohio State. Uh, then you've got uh, Luke Weipler, who they've recruited as a guard center, and you've got Jacob James, who's been recruited as a guard. So the mix there is pretty good. You've got a guy that will likely play center but could play guard. You've got, you know, uh, two guys in Weipler and James that uh, can or will play guard um and then you've got uh, a couple tackles so i think they could go a couple different ways with it they wouldn't necessarily have to get another interior or have to get another tackle but they would like to get one more great one and 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 i think uh you know and i'm quite sure that if they can they're going to get some they're going to take somebody
1: well, it's obviously great news for the Buckeyes getting Grant Tuton to flip. Uh, Bill, I now want to switch gears and talk tight end recruiting. Ohio State, uh, you know, a little, little bit of a, a surprise, I think, to some of us. Maybe not to you, but Joe Royer was offered by the Buckeyes. Uh, you know, Buckeye legacy, Luke Lachey was not. Your thoughts on that? What do you think is going to happen with Royer? Is there room for Lachey? Just unpack all of that for me if you would, sir.
0: Well, um, at camp on Thursday, you know, there were three tight ends battling out, 2020 tight ends. Uh, You mentioned two of them, Royer, Lachey, and then Clay Cottle. And, you know, watching the uh, things go on, you know, to me, you know, I was pretty confident that one of the two, Royer or Lachey, was going to get an offer because I thought they both performed very well. Um, I thought it could go either way. I actually thought um, that I, if I had to give any edge at all, I would have given a slight edge to Lachey. But as I wrote, I said one of them's going to get an offer, and it wouldn't surprise me uh, who whichever one got the offer. And Royer did get the offer. You know, as I watched them, I felt like Lachey. Was a slightly better receiving tight end, and, and that's something that seems like Ryan Day really wants uh, somebody to be a great receiving tight end. Uh, I thought he had the slight edge there, but uh, in the other facets, I, I thought Royer had the, the edge. But I just thought maybe the receiving end, um, you know, would would make the difference. But I think they, you know, as I look at it, they offered the one that they felt was the best all-round combination receiver, blocker, and able to do it all tight end um, of the two. As far as what it means, I think it means it's that we're going to have uh, Joe Royer in the class, uh, the highest State class. That's my impression right now. I'll be surprised if he doesn't end up committing to Ohio State. Uh could he also or could Luke Lachey also be in the class? Um I, I would say the chances of that are pretty close to none. In fact, uh Luke told me that uh um when I say let him know the news, uh, that they would be uh maybe recruiting him a little bit here and there, so to speak. And Luke told me that, you know he said in all honesty, uh I, I don't see myself ending up a buckeye. So, you know, that kind of tells you that that, uh, he's almost certainly going elsewhere. He's got official visits now set to Michigan State and Iowa. Um, he, he's going to try to get a couple more set up pretty soon, but, um, you know, it, it looks to me like, uh, it'll be Royer in the class most likely with hopefully from Ohio State's point of view, a, a great out of state, out of state tight end as well.
1: I give Ryan Day a lot of credit here. Uh, it, the easy thing to do, especially if it's a close call, I mean, it's, it's one thing if the kid's clearly better than another, but when it's a close call like it is between Royer and Lachey, the easy thing to do is be like, okay, we're going to give it to Lachey. You know, he's he, he's Jim Lachey's son, um, this and that, but I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I was rooting for Luke Lachey to get the offer, so I don't want to act like I wasn't, but... I, for some reason this just this just this just makes me even feel even better about Ryan Day that he's not playing favorites here. He's just going with well, I guess he's playing favorites as far as he wants to he just wants to get the best player.
0: Yeah, and that's uh that's exactly what you should do if you're Ryan Day and you know,
1: uh,
0: I don't uh you know, the first few months of the ryan day air at Ohio state i'm not sure they could go uh too much better overall and you know you look back to uh, when he brought in uh justin fields and then he brought in uh jack sawyer who was at the camp on on thursday and uh you know the jonah jackson and you know the guys he's bringing in the program are high level guys but he also is working on guys that he thinks are, are going to be good football players from Ohio. For instance, uh, you know, he said Ohio was going to be a priority for him, and he's done exactly that. He's made recruiting the state of Ohio a priority. And, you know, Jim Trestle made a living recruiting the state of Ohio, and, and I think Ryan Day is doing a great job of that as well.
1: Paris Johnson and Darian Henry were there at Ohio State's one-day camp um, late last week. Um, Where do things stand with both of them? Uh, Is your crystal ball on uh, Darian Henry to be a Buckeye? And and where do you think things stand with Paris Johnson? Is he going to, quote-unquote, recommit to the Buckeyes?
0: Well, I'd be very, very surprised, shocked, if they aren't both Ohio State Buckeyes. Um, I talked to uh, uh, Paris on Thursday uh, during the camp, he had a slightly sprained ankle, so he didn't participate. So that gave him some time to, to talk a little bit, and I just feel really, really good about where Ohio State stands with him right now. And I've long felt really good about where Ohio State stands with Darion Henry. Um, those those are two guys that uh, they're absolute priorities. You know, uh, Paris Johnson is a guy that I, I joked with him uh, at camp on Thursday that. Uh he's going to be a guy that the uh uh Cleveland Browns are calling about as a first round NFL draft choice uh one of these days but then I said well probably not anymore because the Browns are going to be picking too high for you Oh Karen. yeah we're, we're, your Browns <laughs> Bill. You, Yeah my what might get them. is not going to be where the Browns are picking from in the first round anymore And he kind of laughed about that. And he actually agreed. He said, yeah, you know, he he thinks they're pretty darn good now. So, yeah, he's a guy that's going to be a high first-round NFL draft choice if he stays healthy and keeps developing the way I see him developing.
1: First of all, great news for the Buckeyes that the dean is predicting that both uh, he'll be shocked if the two top players in Ohio, Paris Johnson and Darren, Darian Henry are not Buckeyes. Also, um, yeah, I love that the the little uh conversation you're having with Paris Johnson there. Yeah, and and yeah, I mean I think your your Browns have you guys have, have you're you're gonna be too good for that market. Um but you know, don't joke with him too much because he might be end up ending up with his hometown Cincinnati Bengals before it's all said and done.
0: <laughs> well, uh i'll leave that one alone i guess but uh (laughs) let's just say let's just say i think he's going to be a high first round nfl draft choice one of these days yes
1: yes yes stay politically correct stay politically correct nothing wrong with that um kendall milton um where do things stand with him after the lsu visit in your opinion
0: well he's going to take his other two visits here he's got uh Georgia coming up. He's got Alabama after that. He's going to take those four visits, and then he's going to make a decision, most likely in July. Um, you know, I still – this is just my own personal opinion. Uh, it is not uh, – you know, Kendall has not told me this. This is my personal opinion. I like where the Buckeyes stand. Um, you know, my crystal ball is on them right now. Uh, the school that I uh, would be most concerned with uh, from the high State standpoint – is Georgia. You know, he's going to make that official visit there that uh, is coming up here next weekend. And I think that's the school that's, that uh, uh, is the biggest threat, again, my personal opinion, to Ohio State.
1: I ask you this almost every time I have you on the show, but how big do you think this class will be? I mean, if you had to, if, you know, give like a, a – Two number radius, like twenty six or twenty seven or twenty five to 26, 25 to you know twenty four to twenty five. How, how big do you think this twenty twenty class will be for the Buckeyes?
0: I don't think it'll be twenty six or, or or that type of thing. I think it'll be in the twenty two range. You know, we, I, I looked at the numbers of how many people they have leaving, and to get to twenty two, uh, they're going to have to have some people leave um, that uh, go early to the NFL, that type of thing. Now we know that that's going to happen. You know, Chase Young, Chase Young coming back, I don't see that happening. Um, and there are others, too. What's yeah, that? Jeff Okuda. Yeah, Jeff Okuda, yeah, I think, will leave Okuda, early. Exactly. Yep, yep. So I, there are going to be guys leaving early, but I still think that it's going uh, to be 22 to maybe 24, 25 if enough guys leave. Uh, that's what I'm looking at right
1: now. Gotcha. Okay, I was going to ask you like if if enough guys leave, like what, how much do you think they can get to? You're saying about 25. Gotcha. That's hey, hey, that's still going to be a huge maybe. You know, it, 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 yeah, you
0: know, more yeah. guys are going to have to leave. I I think the safe number right now would be to project 23 or 24.
1: Yeah. Either way, it's going to be a huge and great class. Before I let you go, what's the what's the next thing that that listeners need to look out for in the recruiting front? If you're the Buckeye recruit Nick out there, what what does uh, what does uh, Joe Sixpack need to know out there, Bill?
0: Well, this coming weekend starts a huge, huge period for Ohio State recruiting. I mean, it doesn't get much bigger than this. You know, they've got uh, uh, guys coming in for official visits this coming weekend, Um, and it's a good list of of prospects making official visits. Then, after that, the weekend of um, June 21st is a spectacular weekend for official visits. You know, uh, coming. This weekend or right after that are uh, B. John Robinson from Arizona, Blake Corum, uh, running back from Maryland, Ty Hamilton, a defensive lineman, uh, Vernon Broughton, an outstanding defensive lineman uh, from Texas. And, you know, there's some more coming the weekend of June 14th. Uh, Jacoby Callum, uh, a priority defensive end target, arrives on Saturday, June 15th. And then you look at the weekend after that, And it's even bigger. Um, In between there also, you've got DeMonte Traum coming on June 17th. Then you go into the June 21st weekend where you've got over a dozen of the top prospects on their board set to make official visits. And, you know, people are uh, been a little bit worried about the, the lack of commitments. Well, I'm pretty confident that by the end of June, early July, that commitment list that Ohio State has right now is going to get a nice bump.
1: Fantastic insights, as always, from the Dean of Ohio State Football Recruiting. He is Bill Curlick. Thank you very much, Bill, and thanks to all the listeners out there for tuning into to the show. I appreciate it. Hope everyone has a great day. Let's try the Buckeye swag, best-time band in the land. Fire, 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 fire.